Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 bonus cash on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month for 1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Carousel Capital, regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2022. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for Season 2. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. hand grenades. One, two, five! Please, up! Three! Arm yourselves, America! This is Defenders Live! It's Monday, it's Memorial Day, and Dylan's not here. Apparently he's having some internet issues, but that's fine, we can deal with that. Welcome to the show, everybody, the Defenders Live, Mojo Five O. If you'd like to find us, you can find us pretty much anywhere you want to find podcasts, but uh, along with that, you can find us on Mojo TV over at Mojo50.com. That's Mojo50.com uh, forward slash Mojo TV. You do have to sign up. It's free to sign up. But when you do, you'll be able to converse with us over there. We're also on DLive on Videofile. So DLive.tv. Um, you can find us there under Defenders Live as well. Check us out. It's amazing. A uh, little little streaming service where we can converse back and forth. And it uh, it helps us. It helps keep us going and all the rest. Also, check out our website, doaeshow.com, doaeshow.com, and mojo50.com. Either way you want to go, you can get some wonderful swag, such as uh, this uh, beautiful mug here. It's it's, it's amazing. You'll love it. I love it. It's great. It's wonderful times. But nonetheless, check it out. It is amazing. It is wonderful times. Glad we are here with you tonight. well, since Dylan's not here, I mean, I'll wait for him a little bit, but since he's not here, let's get started and get going here. See, there was a group uh, out there just recently. Um, what is it? Six, seven, seven, five, five, seven, eight, eh, about a year ago. That decided that they were going to start raising money. 
they were going to start a GoFundMe campaign, and uh, their GoFundMe campaign was specific. It said, we will build the wall. That's right, everybody. We will build the wall was the GoFundMe group. And they raised, you know, millions of dollars. Um, and they're sticking to it. They're sticking to what they said. They said, we will build a wall, and they are. This from CNN, surprisingly enough. A group that raised millions of dollars in a GoFundMe campaign says it has broken ground on a project to build its own stretch of the border wall on private property. We Build a Wall, a group founded by the triple, uh, triple amputee Air Force veterans, said in a series of social media posts on Monday that it started construction on the private property in New Mexico. The announcement comes months after the group began its co-fund-me campaign, raising pri- uh, private donations for, border, uh, for a border wall. And, after, uh, and days after the federal judge blocked President Trump from tapping into the billions in defense funds from, uh, for our administration to start construction efforts. In a quote, he says, uh, buckle up. We're just getting started. The group wrote it on Facebook posts, sharing what it said were images of the construction over the weekend. So it started this weekend. It is wonderful. Great. It's huge. Wonderful wall. It's going to be great. Beautiful. Huge. Wall, it'll be amazing. The doors, it'll be construction. It'll be great. Wonderful times. Yes. Uh, former White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon, who chairs the We Build a Wall Advisory Board, told CNN on Monday that the group has built a mile of the border wall in El Paso, Texas area. Sometimes, uh, something he said uh, says connecting the two 21 mile section of existing fences. The CNN. Uh, was not able to independently confirm that the wall was connecting you know, because CNN didn't really actually go down there. They just took, you know, like they always do, took a quote, walked away uh, because they don't actually do their jobs. It's amazing how that works. I, I can't believe how easy it is for CNN just to kind of walk away. I mean, it's like they're just going up there like, oh, you want to build a wall? Psh- Hard no. I mean, come on. It's not even something they want to do. Uh, once again, welcome to the... That is Defenders Live. Speaking of walls, though, there have been a lot of walls being broken down. We're, we're trying to to build up a big community here, and we want to let you guys know. Uh, over on MeWees, check us out. Check us out on the MeWees, at, at, on the social medias, at DOAE Show. Um, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes, uh, on pretty much everywhere. On MeWe, it's Defenders, uh, DOA Show is the, the group that you can go there. Um, it is amazing stuff. Tag us and also use the hashtag arm yourselves, arm yourselves. Um, when you, uh, when you comment to us, it makes it easier for us to keep things going. Kevin Hunter sent over on the, uh, MeWe says, all we need is a barrier. Walls are a uh, are amoral because they keep people out. Barriers. Hopefully show the dreamers where America begins. That's kind of true. And I believe that's a quote. But it's kind of a weird quote. um, Because a barrier is a wall. It is a wall. And uh, walls aren't... You can't put a morality on things. Things do not have morals. Things are specifically put into place because they're things. We use them, and how we use them is what creates the moral value. Uh, so man's effort 
is where the moral value is pushed. Not the item itself, not the object itself, but man's value. Now, I will tell you one thing. If you want to keep people out of something, maybe you should keep them out or off of your guns. And by that, I mean, try checking out the gun box. It's an amazing little tool that you can get uh, over at thegunbox.com. They have the Echo version, which is amazing for going on traveling, with uh, putting in your luggage and all that rest of that. Or you can keep one at your house, the Gunbox 2.0. It's ultimate. It's an accessible hand, uh, handgun safe. It's amazing. Uh, with all the technological features that it has, it, it is almost impenetrable. I say almost because everything is able to be broken eventually, but it is very, very difficult for somebody to break into this. So what do you do? Well, they have uh, they have an RFID chip on a ring. They also have uh, the card. They also have a badge. They have an uh, your fingerprint. You can also do a passcode. All of these things are included inside of the Gunbox 2.0 to make it easy and accessible for you to always have access to your firearms and also keep your family safe from said firearm. Go check them out. TheGunbox.com. TheGunbox.com. Use the promo code Mojo50 at checkout. You get 10% off when you purchase anything over $159 or more. That's TheGunbox.com. Mojo50 at checkout to get the 10% off. So there's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on via Colorado. I, I have a couple stories that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, apparently, there's a governor there that is also running for president as a Democrat. I there are so many people out there that are running for president as a democrat that's i i i just can't keep up with that's it that's true I mean, that's just not it's 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 very very difficult inconceivable for for me to actually get uh my mind around all of these people um so so apparently there's a guy he's out there and you know john hickenlooper don't let that sink in john hickenlooper former colorado governor warns that his party is straying too far to the left. That's right. They're going too far to the left. He's, he he doesn't want them to be as socialist as they are. Hickenlooper, one of the 23 candidates running for Democratic president. I think uh, it's now 24 because... Um, was, was Hillary Clinton counted in the nominees before? Because she's now a nominee again. She's now started her campaign for shores, for reals. Um, so I don't know, maybe off the top of my head, if, if she was in there before or not, or counted as part of it, but if she wasn't, then you need to add her back in. So I think it's actually 24, but maybe 20, maybe it was 22 and now it's 20. I don't know. Whatever. No big deal. Hickenlooper, one of the 23 candidates, candidates running for the Democrat party nomination told NPR news of all places, why he doesn't believe that the, uh, uh, believe in some of the party's major policy proposals, such as the Green New Deal or Medicare for All. He says, quote, if we don't stand up and say that we Democrats don't stand for socialism, we're going to end up reelecting the worst president in uh, this country's ever had, Hickenlooper said, referring to the current president, I'm pretty certain. But then again, I mean, that's... If he's a Democrat, that he can't say anything worse than that. Hickenlooper spoke uh, with the Morning Edition. 
as part of the daily uh, as part of the show's opening arguments and conversations exploring the presidential candidate's core messages on the uh, on the leftward shift he says i don't think we're going to address climate change by guaranteeing that every american has a federal job uh, which is what part of the Green New Deal was. I don't think we're going to address the spiraling inflation of healthcare by forcibly telling 150 million people that we're going to take away their private insurance. Wait. Did Hick- Hickenlooper just say that people shouldn't have their stuff taken away from them and forcibly put on a government plan? I think Hickenlooper's trying to go more centrist than than you-know-who. Than the other old guy, and I'm not talking about Bernie. I think Hickenlooper's trying to be more centrist than a Joe Biden. And that is amazing. By the way, I don't have the Joe Biden sounder, so I can't do the thing. I, I can't do it. I don't have it. You know what? I'll just do this. out for now that'll be just fine no problems there but to say the least john hickenlooper who's from colorado is not a centrist he's just trying to vie for his one position because he knows he can't go far left if he went too far left even though he's from colorado if he went too far left he knew that he's not going to get any play um there's there's no way for him to get any play whatsoever because he's just too old and too white if he wasn't so old and he wasn't so white and he could do something else, then he'd be fine. Or if he was gay or if he had some other play that he could he could push into motion here, uh, it would be fine for him. But he doesn't. Because there's an old white guy from Colorado, which is one of the whitest places that you can find um, outside of, I don't know, Montana. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, Hickenlooper is going centrist. Because he has to. And so he's going to sound sensible. He's going to sit there and he's going to sound as sensible as possible. He's going to be almost right-centered as possible to make people believe that he is the best uh, compromising, uh, you know, compromised candidate. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he will compromise with everybody. And that's just that's just how it's going to work. Certainly, he says, on focusing the economic issues instead of social policies. Certainly, we want to address income inequality, right? Absolutely, we want to make sure that women have the right to choose. The civil rights and the social justices are are addressed aggressively. But we've also got to recognize to win in Ohio, and Michigan, and North Carolina, and Wisconsin. We've got to win. We're going to have to get more of those kitchen table issues that have to do with somebody's job or how many jobs they have working that they have to work just to balance a household budget. Well, how about this, John? How about you propose a way that we can balance a government budget? And then maybe, maybe if you as a government official, can propose a budget to balance the government, maybe then we will listen to you. But until then, John Hickenlooper, until you can provide us with something that actually says 
I don't know. Maybe the government should be held responsible for the for all of the payments that it's said that it's going to pay out and all of the debt that it has incurred. Maybe, maybe then we will listen. Maybe then. But until then, shut your trap. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about a John Hickenlooper. You are one percent of the uh, on these on the stage with twenty three other candidates. You will be in the fallout, my friend. You should have stayed in Colorado because now you're causing a huge backdraft. But before that, before I talk about that, because it's the next story, I want to let you guys know a little bit about Patriot Mobile. If you haven't checked out Patriot Mobile yet, you should. Patriot Mobile has amazing coverage. Nationwide cell phone coverage available to you just like all of the other providers out there. Plus, their 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 systems are great. Their their customer service is amazing. It's all veteran uh, it's a veteran run company and they're the only conservative cell phone company out there. If you want customer service from people in America, if you want to be able to sit there and say that your money doesn't go to the agendas that you hate beyond a reasonable doubt. If you instead want to be part of the $2 million that have already been donated to support constitutional rights, maybe you should check out Patriot Mobile today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash mojo50. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash mojo50. Go check them out. Switching today is very simple and easy with unlimited talks and text plans starting as low as $25 a month. Don't wait. Patriotmobile.com forward slash mojo50. You can get your activation fees waived on uh, two, up to two lines per your account. And they have other deals going on. They, they'll help pay off your phones and everything else uh, from your other plans. Uh, up to $1,500 per account, $500 per line, stuff like that. Check them out today, patreonmobile.com forward slash mojo50. Like I said, Hickenlooper has left a big issue. He's left a giant hole. And I don't have my bell with me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> He's left a giant hole. And apparently, the Democrats, including one named Donnybrook, are about to have a Donnybrook. And it will jeopardize the must-win Senate seat. You see, Democrats uh, are struggling to nail down a Senate race. Across the country, but here, uh, but but in Colorado, they have uh, they have the opposite problem. The field of candidates are so big. How big was it? It's so big that it's turned into a total free for all, otherwise known as a Donnybrook. It is spectacle that resembles Walmart on Black Friday, or uh, as a matter of uh, Democrats, uh, or, or for that matter, a Democratic presidential no- a primary. Nearly a dozen candidates have stampeded to take uh, Senator Cory Gardner in Colorado. Cory Gardner in Colorado. He's a Republican, uh, probably the most vulnerable Republican in- incumbent on the ballot next year. The other other Democrats are weighing in, uh, weighing to jump in. So there, there's 12 people on the ballot now. Okay, and they're thinking about ha- adding more people to it. And they're neither clear front runner nor consensus among the party about who the best standard bearer 
is in the race. Um, and it is, it is definitely a must-win state for the Senate battle. See, the National Democrats tried in the past to anoint chosen candidates in, sele- uh, in, in select Senate contests to avoid this exact issue. That What they've tried to do in the past is they're like, we're donning you as the next senator from from Colorado. You are going to be the next one. You are going to be who who does this. This is going to be yours. And like, great, yay, I'm crowned victor, woohoo. But in Colorado, apparently everybody's vying for the positions and they can't decide on who they want to overcome the other. See, they're playing a big game of King of the Hill before they try and go against uh, the Republican Cory Gardner. See, the, the, the tact that they've used is backfired over him. Well-known former elected official blew winnable races in the battleground state multiple, multiple times. So in Colorado, Democrats are opting to hand off the approach and instead just allow the party to to find somebody that emerges greatly, uh, great victoriously. They want uh, to see, oh, who was it? Mr. Rogers in a bloody... Uh, they want to see Mr. Rogers in a bloody cardigan holding up the sword at the end and uh, being the victor, victor victorious. That's that's what they want, and that's what they're going to find. They're, they're confident that Gardner is beatable no matter who wins the primary. Quote, because Gardner, Gardner is so vulnerable and is so bad for the state, we are bursting at the seams. This came from the Democratic Party chairman, Morgan Carroll. The party is strictly neutral, but we have a big field, oh, I bet you do, of folks that are chomping at the bit to make sure he's replaced. But the thing is, when you have this many people in the way to become senator... The same thing's going to happen to you, as does your presidential debates. What's going to happen with your presidential nominations? Oh, you don't get it, do you? Everybody's going to be pissed that somebody else got voted in. That's what's going to happen. The Democrats are going to get pissed that their guy didn't win, and then they're not going to vote. And then your senator, Republican, Cory Gardner is just going to jump back into place and nobody will have to worry about it again for another six years or I think it's six years for senators. I think that's six years. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, and never forget Cory Gardner banned breath control. Sure. That's, that's exactly what he did. Yes. Okay. I'll remember that. Thank you, Zig the Gator over on the MeWees. Thank you for that. Cause I wouldn't have known that cause I don't follow, um, Colorado that often you know they're they're all mostly high and can't breathe and because they're such high elevation I just don't really worry about it too much Mike Johnson a former state senator was the first to enter the race and is considered the early favorite his bullet hole pocket campaign of office doubles as a uh, co- uh, community center in the neighborhood plagued by gang violence He has, a commu- he has a campaign office that has a whole bunch of bullet holes in it, and it doubles as a community center for a neighborhood that is extremely violent. 
So Mike Johnston apparently is the guy to beat Cory Gardner. Another early candidate was Andrew Romanoff, uh, former state House speaker who challenged Senator Michael Bennett um, from the left and blew the winnable race for Mike Kaufman, uh, blew a winnable race against Mike Kaufman, who's a Republican, in 2014. But Romanoff is popular among liberals and Republicans are paying close attention to that. So Romanov, so we have another Russian in the in government. That's really funny. Andrew Romanov, who lost his last campaign, is also a top contender to win this campaign to lose against another Republican. I don't understand how you're going to... You know what? That's a great idea. We're going to take the, the, the biggest losers. We're going to take the biggest losers and put them up against... Um, the Republican candidate, because surely, surely our biggest losers are not as bad as this Republican candidate. Yes, they are. Yes, they can be. Then there's a, a apparently there's a former, a, a trio of former Obama administration officials whose profiles mirror the success of the House candidate in 2018. Dan Baer, uh, former State Department off, uh, official and a, a ambassador in Europe who would be the first openly gay man to serve in the Senate if elected and touts his foreign policy experience in sharp contrast with Gardner. John Walsh, a former U.S. attorney running as a pragmatic progressive, is endorsed by a handful of Obama officials, including Attorney General Eric Gardner. Hmm. Alice Madden, former state house leader and Department of Energy official, uh, Department of Energy official was uh, the first top tier woman to enter the race. Colorado has never elected a woman in the Senate, which Madden gives her uh, says gives her an edge in a field of mostly white men. Yes, it is mostly white men because it is Colorado. Look, there, like I said, there's 12 of these people going through, and it's it's going to be a free for all for these Democrats, and I don't. But but that sound means that it's time for commercial break. So we will be right back. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now. 
and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-218-6473 That's 800-218-6473 Never Forgotten Apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line. It's a movement to remind us to wear American-made and serve those who serve us. Our heroes. Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters. And 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com. Use promo code MATT, M-A-T-T, and get 15% off your purchase. Welcome back. This is The Finish Live on Mojo Five O Radio. You can find us anywhere that you can find uh, all of your podcasts. But if you'd like to listen to us more, we are on Mojo Five O Radio on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us there. You can also find us Spreaker, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, all the rest. Like I said, we are there. If you want to watch us on video, we are on DLive.TV. Uh, under Defenders Live, we are there. Also, we are on the Mojo Five O TV. So Mojo TV is live and going right now at uh, mojo50.com forward slash Mojo TV. <sighs> Virginia Jackal over on the D Live says, uh, "Oh my God, just sing it to yourself. Love it." Yeah, I know. I know. I'm singing to myself. It, it's it's not it's not the same without Dylan here. It's just not the same. It's okay though. It's all right. I'll be fine. Totally. Totally fine. Hey, did you guys see the whole thing about the the? Just just side note. All the writing that was going on from uh, the the Imam Talid, how he was going through everything with the news, like BuzzFeed video said a man vandalized the synagogue and Nazi symbols, told the federal agents his his road to radicalism involved uh, a far right wing identity Europa group. Reading Ben Shapiro, Breitbart News, and Nazi propaganda. It's like, how are you going to blame a Jew? Like, the most Jewish Jew in America. Like, he is a very Jewy Jew. I mean, like, when Jews go Jewing, they look for Ben Shapiro. I mean, this man is so much Jew. There is so Jew, so much Jewness in this man. I, I, it's crazy. You're gonna take him and say reading his books are what caused you to go far right? No. Good try, good try, you Nazi prick. Thank you. Don't come again. Speaking of Nazi pricks, German government now tells Jews don't look like a Jew. You heard me right. Germany has now said, don't look like a Jew. According to Germany's government commissioner uh, on anti-Semitism, Jews in his country should stop wearing the kippas, or the, the skull caps, the thing on the back of their heads, in public lest they incur the wrath of the anti-Semites. 
quoted in an interview published on Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday, by Funk Regional Press, Felix Klein, whose job was created in 2018, stated, quote, I cannot advise Jews to wear the kippah everywhere at the time in Germany. Klein posted that the uh, lifting of inhibitions and the uncouthness which is on the rise in society, has contributed to the soaring rise in the anti-Semitism, commenting that, quote, the internet and the social media have largely contributed to this, but so have constant attacks against our culture of remembrance. Klein added, uh, added he had, quote, changed his mind compared to previously. Now, here's the funny thing. We're talking about Germany. Their idea of remembrance. They, you know, they're all about the Holocaust remembrance and, you know, saying anything like de- denying the Holocaust is actually a crime in Germany. Denying the Holocaust is a crime in Germany because it means that you have forgotten the crap that your ancestors did. It means that you are denying the history of the German government. And we all know it's wrong. We all know it's wrong. But we all know what is going on with this. It is not that anti-Semitism is just on the rise because of social media. It is in fact... Anti-Semitism is on the rise in Germany because they have let millions, with an M, millions of people from the Middle East into their country to help repopulate their, their positions. They've tried to repopulate their country with Middle Eastern folks, otherwise known as Muslims, Islamists, etc. And so what's going on? Well, the moment you introduce a huge loft of society that is that is uh, very anti-Islamic, very anti-Semitic, you have to start a uh, you have to start a whole new organization, you know, a commission on anti-Semitism. To fight anti-Semitism. What the heck are you thinking, guys? This is what happens when you allow when you allow that many people into your society and let them roam free. The Guardian notes anti-Semitic hate crime rose by twenty percent in the last year, according to the Interior Ministry data, which blames uh, which blamed nine out of ten cases on the extreme right. Sure. There were 62 violent anti-Semitic acts compared to 37 in 2017. Sure. Extreme right. The extreme right, otherwise known as the Nazis over in Europe, are the reason why the German people, are, are the German Jews, are being attacked. And hurt. Israeli President Reuven Rivlin responded on Saturday on Sunday, saying, 
that he was, quote, shocked by Klein's recommendation, continuing fears about the security of German Jews are a capitulation uh, to anti-Semitism and an admittance that, again, Jews are not safe on German soil. He continues, we will never submit. We will never lower our gaze and we will never react to anti-Semitism with defeatism and expect a demand uh, and expect and demand our allies to act the same. So what is he saying here? You guys deal with the freaking issue. If you see anti-Semitism on the rise, squash it. If by squashing it, you have to realize that it's not just the Nazis. Maybe then you can actually fix the issue. But until then, don't tell a Jew in Germany that he has to stop being Jewish in Germany. I mean, if you're PC culture, how un-PC is that? You want to talk about, you know, people, you know, hate crimes and being a minority group and being the oppressed people. Who in Germany is more oppressed than the Jew? If you on the left are saying that the best way for a Jew to not get harassed is to not look like a Jew? That is the same as you on the left telling a Muslim that the way to not get harassed in America is to not look like a Muslim. Gotta tell you, doesn't sound good, does it? The way to not get harassed? No, you can't control the actions of other people. You can only control yourself. That's where everybody gets it wrong. You control your actions and your attitudes. So how are you going to tell the people to stop being themselves? Stop being something that can be attacked. Okay, sure, that sounds like a great idea. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. No, I think it means exactly what I think it means. I mean, these people are just looking at it like, okay, what are you doing? How are you going to sit there and flat out tell people not to do this and then not actually take action on it? I mean, really, do you want to get striked? Do you want to get striked? I mean, I would want to strike you. You will get striked. Allegedly. And at the same point in time, I look at that and then I look at this story. Teen, 17-year-old, slashes a gay man in the stomach and causes his his intestines to spill out over in the UK. Before we get to that, maybe we should check out some Ridgesome because just like him, we all need to lose a few pounds. (coughs) That was a hard joke to say. Ridgesome is America's number one weight management supplement of OEA. OEA is a natural metabolite with olive oil, and it's also produced in the human body. Ridgesome is formulated to help aid healthy weight loss. It's safe. It's FDA accepted and approved. 
It's there to lower your calorie consumption and also make your metabolism more efficient so you can burn fat faster. You can check it out yourself over at ridgezone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. They have a special going on right now. If you order a three-month supply, you get 30% off right there on the spot. That's about $20, same as downtown. Three-month supply, 30% off over at ridyazone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. So, teenager in the UK, Ibrahima Toure Drame. He was 19, knifed a young man, Nathaniel Hale, in the street with a machete, left an eight-inch gash across his stomach, enough to cause his intestines to spill out. He then knocked the phone out of his hand so that when he ran away, it would take longer for him to be able to call for help. Teenager was jailed for uh, a sentence and jailed uh, this past Thursday for 10 years and 8 months after he was found guilty of wounding with intent. Wounding with intent. He was trying to draw and quarter this young man for being gay. He just didn't have the horses. He was trying to create a hangman's noose. He just didn't have the rope. He wanted this man to suffer. He wanted this man to die in pain with his last gasping breath as he was holding his own intestines. Now, luckily, he survived. The victim of this did survive. He was saved. Police were able to uh, get to the scene as quickly as they possibly could. They were able to take him to the hospital, uh, fix the uh, ruptured area of the abdomen. They were able to sew him up, and, and he's he was put in a medically induced coma to make sure that uh, you know the trauma didn't kill him as, as it set. But I want to give you a quote here. The Honorable Judge Adrian... Looking, said, quote, This is what happens when you carry weapons in public and injure other people. This is what happens when you carry weapons in public and injure other people. No, this is what happens when an extremist is carrying a machete and is targeting a gay man. It was a targeted hit. This man was trying to kill him in the most painful way possible. It wasn't like he was going to, you know, get get caught into some sort of ruckus afterwards it wasn't like he was trying he just saw this guy like got into a fight or they bumped shoulders and he decided to stab him with a knife or a machete because an eight inch long machete is not something that you can just hide 
You can't hide an eight-inch machete. In fact, he joked about trying to hide it to his friends afterward, before he was caught. He joked about trying to walk with an eight-inch long machete stuffed in his pants. Apparently, he hadn't had anything that big in his pants ever. Sad to say for him. Maybe if he had, he would have understood why he shouldn't have been doing such things. During the trial, the the victim says, When I first saw my scar in the hospital, I cried for over an hour at what these men had done, uh, what this man had done for done to me. See, it was not just him; it was him and another accomplice. Uh, they had both been spotting him and everything else. So it was two kids or two guys, one twenty three, one seventeen, together. And the one with the machete is the one that actually hurt him. He says he has fle- frequent flashbacks and nightmares of the man at night. Yeah, he says that uh, he's been left a shadow of his, of his former self. And he also says, I used to be outgoing and confident, but I find going out just makes me anxious. I don't think I will ever be the same. I don't think you would be either. I don't think you would be the same. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't be the same if I just got my guts spilled out on the floor. Zig the Truck and Gator over on Miwi says, uh, it's not easy hiding eight inches in your pants. That's really not that difficult to do. Like I said, this kid obviously doesn't know that. It apparently took him some skill to do such. Kevin also says he should try walking with a 12-inch machete in his pants. Mm-hmm. He should. You know what he should just try walking with? I'm not going to say it. You know what? He's going to get his just desserts um, in jail, most likely. So, where he'll be treated like the wonderful, uh, wonderful girl that he is. Trying to cut a man's guts wide open. That <sighs> sorry, sorry. I I I I, I didn't want to get uh, overly uh, overly upset at these guys. You know what? You should check out. You should check out Tar River Arms. You should make sure that you're protected. You can't do that in the UK, but here in America, you can do that. And one of the best ways you can do that is go to tarriverarms.com. That's traguns.com. Use the promo code MOJO50 at checkout there. You can get a $25 gift card and free shipping on any item over $600, uh, on any order over $600 or more to your local FFA. Tar River Arms is amazing. They're America's virtual gun store. They've got great guns, great prices, great service. You guys know this. We go through this all the time. But they also are about to have their very first, their very first brick-and-mortar location. Dude, we are holding the grandest of grand openings when it happens. July 9th is when it's all going down. Come down a day early. Make sure you got yourself ready for it. It's going to be an all-day event. We're going to be down there rolling through everything. 
um, in Wake Forest, North Carolina. If you need more information, you can uh, email us, uh, info at D-O-A-E show, info at D-O-A-E show. But if you want to know more just about Tar River Arms, check them out, tarriverarms.com or traguns.com. Remember, use the promo code MOJO50 at checkout and get that gift card and free shipping. So San Francisco, by the way, that's a drink for all you people out there. San Francisco. Police chief apologizes for horrifying raid on journalists' home. Hmm. That's rather odd. San Francisco chief of police William Scott has apologized for a horrifying raid on a journalist's home, calling the incident a mistake. It's just a teeny tiny mistake. We didn't really mean to do it. Yes, Virginia, it will be a jackhole grand opening. <laughs> Zig the truck and gator. Let the dick jokes fly. Yes, please do. Um, I need a little levity here. Um, it, it'd be good times. Good times, great oldies. Chief of Police William Scott said, however, he did not take full responsibility for the raid on the home of Brian uh, Carmody, a freelance journalist who received a series of documents pertaining to the death of a San Francisco former public defender in an unauthorized leak from the police department. Scott instead told the uh, San Francisco Chronicle that the document uh, documents officers compiled uh, to obtain a warrant did not adequately describe him as a journalist, which could have just been done by searching his name on the internet. Could have Googled the guy and said, oh, he's a reporter. And he does reporting and stuff. Maybe we shouldn't just, you know, ransack his house with a warrant to get information. Quote Scott, also said the officers who executed the warrant violated department policy by not first consulting the district attorney's office. Wait, are you saying that they got a warrant out of order? They went and they got a warrant and they got it set up and they got it signed, but they didn't actually get a warrant? I don't I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. So you don't have a warrant or you do have a warrant, but the warrant that you have is not actually through proper channels, so it's an illegal warrant. You have an illegal warrant that you're serving to a journalist who got papers from the police department, no matter how he got them, he still got them, that, you know, you have to deal with that internally. You have to deal with that that crap internally before you go out and try to attack the journalists. You went and you attacked the journalists first. You didn't focus on your people. You didn't focus on your job. You didn't focus on anything else. But you went through. And you went through all of this crap. And decided that you were going to just beat the mess out of this guy, take his stuff, and, and run? That's a Fourth Amendment issue, folks. That's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Search and seizure kind of a thing. 
I got a problem with that. I've got a problem with a government official saying that he's going to be that much of an issue. With a government official saying, I'm just going to go ahead and take this into my own hands, or a a police officer saying that we're going to take this into our, our own hands, not advise, not going through, not setting up, not making sure he's gone through the proper channels, busting down the doors, taking whatever the hell he wants, and then, you know, making everybody else pay for it. As chief of police, William Scott should be apologizing. He should be taking uh, taking all the flack for this because it's his men that did this. It's his men that have the problem. And maybe, if that were to occur, maybe, if it were to happen again, he would actually investigate thoroughly enough to make sure it isn't an issue. You know, before we go, one thing that is an issue to me that I wanted to let you know about that I heard about or read about today was um, Donald Trump bypassed Congress to to sell weapons to Saudi Arabia. This happened on Friday, guys. I know it's uh, it, it's from big league politics, so I'm not getting it from CNN. I'm not getting it from like leftist news organizations. I'm getting it from people that actually like to talk about Trump a little bit in the in a nicer way. But the Trump administration bypassed Congress to fast track billions of dollars in arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. We've had our fair share of differences with the Saudis. We've had our fair share of differences with the UAE. We've had our fair share of differences with people in Jordan and all the rest. You know, one of the things that we really need to do Stop getting in the middle of it. The mess that these people bring to our table, to our floor, because we just happen to be one of the biggest suppliers of arms and everything like that. I get it. I get it. But at the same point in time, you can't set this aside. We have to be able to sit up in front of people and say with a straight face as a government, we are not picking sides if we're not going to pick sides. We are not selling American arms to people who will then eventually turn around and use those same exact arms to kill us or the people that we protect. And I'm sorry, but that's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. That's going to happen from the UAE. That's going to happen in Jordan. That's going to happen in the Middle East. So I don't like this. I don't know. Maybe maybe I mean we're all different people here. We're we're all we all have our opinions about everything and going through, and that's what you're here for, to hear my opinion on it and, and Dylan's opinion on it and to joke about this a little bit. But I, I, obviously he's not here, so it's harder for me to joke about things. How do you have a deal worth roughly $8 billion of precision-guided bombs and other equipment, end quote, to countries like Saudi Arabia and the UAE as Americans. I get it, you need to sell. 
need to make money. Uh-huh, I got you. You know, I, I'm fine, whatever. We're selling, <laughs> that's why we're selling on the F-35 POS fighters. Yeah, I mean, the F-35 is a piece of crap. It really is. And uh, they, they, they do damage to the pilots. They hurt each other. They hurt themselves. And they should never have been uh, made or invented. Um, but that's beside the point. $8 billion is a lot of money. And that's a lot of equipment. I really don't think we should look into... I, I really don't think we should uh, take this money. We need to look into this more. This needs to be a thing that we need to look at and say, hell no. We don't need to be giving them this money. Stop allowing them to, them to bomb us, bomb their own people, maybe, maybe then it'll work out a little better for us. I can't believe it, but that's the end of the show. It came out pretty quick here. Ah, I don't have any numbers for you tonight. We uh, we didn't have them because the shows weren't on and going through old Mojo TV today. Everybody else was you know, not really live. So, instead, let me just bid you adieu. Good night, everybody. Folks on D-Live, Mojo TV. Folks on the MeWe chat room, we love you all. Check out DOAEshow.com. That's D-O-A-E-Show.com. And also Mojo5.com. You'll love the stuff there. You'll love the people there. And you'll love the perspective that you Check us out later. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.